apologize, Donnell, because I have both improv brain and also I'm a pervert. So, uh, I don't know fantastic. There are no rules. Yeah. yeah there are no great. rules. Um, Not no we... rules on the Talking It podcast, episode Wonderful. 18. I'm your host, Robert, <laughs> and with me is Donnell. But also, we have Kai Bobby <laughs> from Rotten Hello. Treasures podcast on with us. Thanks for being here. Yes, for joining us. For Not suffering in the heat like us. Yeah, just um, over there enjoying his Minnesota weather. <laughs> the big fan of it. Yeah, but he's got uh, winter problems that we don't have. Fun. 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 You do edit this, correct? Uh, we can remove anything can you remove want us to remove. You want to we can bleep out if you're about to say no, no, no. where you live. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to say something great, but just pause. And just as a reminder, I either use she or they, and those are the only pronouns I use. All right. Um, yeah. No worries. Messes up. I'm not gonna expl- I'm not gonna like poof into existence and, and disappear. But just give it a go. <laughs> I wanted to say it now before we rolled all the way through. Oh oh, apologies, um, apologies. I, oh, no. I understand now. Caught up. As I mentioned, and I tell every single person in the beginning of my 101 class, I get to decide where it matters and where it doesn't. And I like y'all to the point where it does matter. So if anything, uh, that's a compliment see, to how much I enjoy. Fair enough. I gotta say, see, see, uh, you're you're with your you're, with your pronouns. You're like me with my name. Of when I go. And get get like if if I meet somebody and I give you my name, I always weigh how much I'm going to be interacting with you or how much I like you of whether or not I correct you. Because I'll be like, you know, I go to the coffee shop and I'll be like, Donnell. And they'll be like, Daryl. I'm like, yep, Daryl. Let's go with it. Don- Donnell. <laughs> yeah, that's me. But if I'm like, if I got to interact with you regularly or like oh, you, I'm like, I, I, it, it's it's Donnell. <laughs> and you'll have to get forgive right. me if I if I slip up because I really struggle with it. I mean, I'm poor white trash from the Bible Belt. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. Here's my thing. I'm very supportive, but it's a struggle to break habits that I've developed over 40 years. That's the point. You it's about repetition. Yeah. It's about, it's, yeah. it's about repetition. It's proximity. And if you don't have those things in your life, if this is a, the thing is, it's like, I well, I do live like in my, Seattle. You when know, I think about, so. yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 you got people named like, uh, I don't know, toast and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's some Compton no, shit, man. It, Yo, toast. Like, <laughs> oh, no. no, but it's about repetition and like anything else. Like, I don't give my meme shit because she lives in the middle of the fucking woods. She doesn't talk to anybody. Uh, so it's really like it's about kind of like who's in your circle and what's what. Because believe it or not, I mess up people's pronouns all the fucking time because I don't talk to them for a couple months and then find out. And that's just like you update till you know. But unless you have that person like I at this point, my job is full of like 20 people and nobody uses the pronoun that if you looked at them from your adolescence, you would go, that's the pronoun they're going to use. So it's just like, I have to go back to the other room where we have a wall with everyone's name and pronouns. And I'm like, cool, study, go back to the room. Hello, everyone. Oh, not ready. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> did, you, did you see that tweet from like, it was like Marjorie Taylor Greene or one of the other alt-right, you know, mm-hmm. Republican oh figureheads oh that was like, there go. are no pronouns, pronouns in the Bible. And it, the responses to that were hilarious. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, I don't want to let this go because it really I wanted to po- talk about being a pervert. When you said right, you yeah, blew yeah, a yeah. circuit, when you said you blew a circuit, mm-hmm. my brain went to immediately to you were sucking off a robot. And I is apologize. Is that a thing? Like, is that? Oh, it's just <laughs> it's... if you've ever seen not Circuit City, but Short Circuit, the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, we should do that. Y'all need to do that. I want to be on Short we Circuit. We I mean, there's there enough. Like, what's what's the cutoff on your podcast? Like three, right? Because to everybody, everything's got a sequel. So, as you know, there's a podcast that we had uh, where Donnell came on, and we only had two. Incredible. So, we're breaking yeah. the rules a little bit. We're doing ones with just one. Uh, now we have the Oh, that's rule. just broken. That's just yeah. broken. Yeah. There are oh. no rules Why don't, why don't you tell our listeners about your podcast right. and what y'all do well, there? Absolutely. So, 
my dear friend Jim O'Donnell uh, during the pandemic, just like everybody else. Like, let's get. Hey, that's why we're here. (laughs) Uh, He hit me up and he was like, you know what? I miss you. But also, uh, for some reason, I love the sixth installment of Friday the 13th more than any of them else. Like, like, that's that's my jam. Nice. And it's like, what do you think if we did a podcast about trying to find. There's my Boston in me. Hold on. My podcast. What do you think about if we did a podcast about trying to find like all the little like no business for being that good kind of either like installments and or stuff within the installments? And I was like, perfect. Plus an excuse to just like watch all these movies I've never watched before, Um, which has been like 80 percent of this has been like I never watched all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. I never watched any of the movies. Um, So and like you kidding me? Why would I ever watch like animated Lord of the Rings? It hurt. <laughs> I hate that I did that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're we're I mean, honestly, anybody who comes over and is like, oh my god, I can't wait to go to that movie podcast. You're in for a treat because we're not going to talk about the movies. Uh, we talk about it like maybe forty to fifty percent of the time, unless the uh, the guest really wants to talk I'm about say, the movie. Except like, when you're right, except when you have fine. us on. Next thing you know, we're forcing you guys to talk about yeah. the movies. So, so right right now, y'all are covering the Muppet movies. Uh, are y'all all the way through it, or do you have more to go? Oh, uh, I recorded the Muppet Treasure Island, as I mentioned earlier this morning, without watching the movie, because uh, I am <laughs> on three hours of sleep. I am on, like, six cups of coffee today. Uh, I had super bad insomnia and a super late date last night, so I'm just, like, a person, kind of, sort of. Uh, and, Perfect yeah, I got through. I mean, we're up to... We're up to Muppet Treasure Island. We got Muppets in Space. And then because of scheduling, we already did my one of my favorites, which is the Jason Siegel, the 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So if y'all haven't, y'all seen that? No? I have seen that. No. I, what are we I, talking I about? Have a, Jason Seagal? The, the Jason Muppet. Siegel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, Steven Seagal's son. Yes, Jason Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> Action fighter Jason Seagal. Yes. Um, is delightful he is uh brothers with a muppet uh inexplicably uh because humans can be siblings with muppets uh and it's really just about the muppets and the society realizing don't give a shit about the muppets anymore which is true to today and then trying to get them to uh like because you know they both love the muppets trying to help them get their shit back together and people like them again uh yeah it's pretty cool so so uh, what's your what's your favorite series been so far so you told us we need to watch the muppet movies but yes yes Favorite series. Okay, uh, I'll bring it back. Honestly, in terms of not necessarily the best films, but my favorite to talk about this far was probably back in the day with Tremors. Um, nice. Yes. Yeah. Just that is that is that fuckers. is gold because the first one's so good, mm-hmm. and, then, and then the oh, rest that, of them are such extreme mockeries that it's yeah, just like it yes. just goes <laughs> off the rails. Like after John Peter in there, Jamie Kennedy shows up for some fucking reason. <laughs> got, they start calling stuff ass blasters. Um, yeah. I actually I made fun of this stuff a little bit too harshly in some of the episodes, and then I found out on Twitter one of the people I've been talking to for about a year now, kind of like loosely in like the chats and like or, like corresponding with. He's one of the original writers of the first five movies, Ooh. and I was like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I love what you guys are doing. It's so great, and I'm like, don't listen to our episode. <laughs> <laughs> you guys called them ass blasters. Like, where are you guys? <laughs> you need to get him on an episode. <laughs> I should. Just to apologize? Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing that any of us... Like, we trash people. Like, we trash Seth MacFarlane uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot today uh, on, on our regular show. Um, I mean, but I love Seth MacFarlane. And, but there's nothing we could say that they have not heard. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just let it just wash off of them. At that, at that, yeah. Like, it's criticisms in the game, man. So, so, uh, a little, little interesting in your, in your story there, Kai. I didn't realize it, it sounds like, like the, the idea for the podcast came from Jim, which, which, no, no, it, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, which I just, you know, from, from working with you, you two and, uh, everything, I, 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 I get that. I, I feel like you're, the me in your podcast <laughs> where where you mean uh doing all the work yeah exactly yeah. and so i'm just like oh, it's interesting <laughs> jim brought it up i'll take it i won't defend that <laughs> but you know what it's because i need the control i can't let jim edit because he'll keep some shit in there that i'm like nah 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 absolutely not uh we can't have us yelling at the alt-right they're gonna come to our doorsteps like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck the alt-right, don't get me wrong, but I also don't need to, like, I went off on a tangent. Some stuff, you just get to be like, nah. Right, right, uh, man. But see, but, th- that's the beauty of talking it is anything goes here. So uh, if you I have mean, any I mean, tangents we, yeah. to go off on, this is the place. <laughs> we we kind of, we, at first, we were kind of like, we're not going to be political at all. And we and we don't really get into politics very much, but every now and then it just seeps through, especially yeah. when, you know, like a show like The Boys is doing direct commentary or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't but, think the alt-right is controversial. I mean, I think... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's dangerous. That's That's probably more what it is. It's like... They're like they're like the Al Qaeda man. They're like, is that motherfucker gonna come to my house and kill me because I said fuck Trump? Like, yeah. I'd make it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. I just say if you're gonna come to my house, like I please don't kill me. I'll invite you in for a cup of tea. We can have a chat. I'm a very no, nice no, no, person. No, 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 that's not why they're there. That's not why they're there. <laughs> what do you th- should I might wait? Should my queer ass be worried because the all right's showing up on my doorstep? Oh no, a, a little, a little. I would buy a gun. Absolutely, <laughs> if you don't have I don't think one. I'm allowed to. Uh, bipolar people aren't allowed to own guns, which I'm gonna that, tell you this right now. They don't <laughs> check. I'm about to say they don't check. I've seen the school shootings. They don't check. Okay, you get a point. I can get a gun very easily. Yeah, it's just not, it's, if I did, yeah, that's actually a very good point. Which is, oh, bipolar people who are listening. Uh, if you've ever had a manic episode where all of a sudden you were like, I'm going to go to a concert that doesn't exist, you probably shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you walked five states in sandals to go to like a Britney Spears concert, and this is actually one of my friends, if you're listening, uh, that didn't exist, you don't, no, don't hold a weapon. <laughs> the story would That's be much I... better if he did have a gun. Or there was an actual Britney Spears concert and we gaslit the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh. Jeez. So, so, uh, so I, I went, uh, I mean, I guess I, I, I keep referring to it as camping, but it wasn't, it wasn't really camping. We were in a cabin. So it wasn't like glamping. It, I just it, that, that's not glamping and, no, yeah, no, no, too. no, no. There's yeah. no, it isn't a cabin. It's it's not camping. No. It's going on a retreat. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There ha- a tent must be involved. <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm a pervert again. Don't do that to me. Anyway, <laughs> so, tell me about your cabin. Someone did pinch actually, a pet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> so, so, so they I did actually, pitch a tent. There we go. Well, so funnily <laughs> enough, I think it's. Flight of the Conquerors, is that a tent in your pants? No, it's a two-bedroom cottage. Um, 
tell me about your uh, your. Uh, we might be on the same timeline here uh, because I actually recently came back from Northern Iowa and staying in a cabin um, mm. and doing lots of hikes. Once again, we were just talking about this beforehand. You know, white people shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. <laughs> how'd it go for you? Did you enjoy yourself in the woods? Uh, so I mean, I used to I used to and do actual camping a lot back in the day, and it's, but this is my first time really being out there again in, in, in nature or whatever. Uh, but it actually, it's funny talking about being a pervert. It was funny we were we were at this cabin. And we're we're sitting there, um, and the it's it's owned by the owner of my company, which I will not be saying any names because I would like to keep my job. Not that any of them are going to hear anything. But anyways, it's owned by the owner of my company, and uh, he's like they're very into skiing, like all about. They got trophies up and skiing. Fuck skiing, man. So up on the wall, they have like this collage of like all these old skiing advertisements and stuff, just on one of the walls. That's cool. That's cool. And we were sitting there, and we we had been there for maybe maybe 15 minutes but we're all sitting in the living room and we're looking at the wall and there's just one where there's just that we can see there's there's a, a, a girl and she is sitting and uh there's a pair of skis over here and she's got her feet over here and she got some boots on and then there's a yachi sticker like from playing the game yachi the car that you fill out just from from here down and we're all looking and like what you think's going on underneath that yachi sticker? <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. thinks he's topless? And we're like, oh no. And so one of the guys gets up and pulls it off. I'm like, she is. And then we, he was like, put it back down. I'm like, no, 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 no. Take it off. Up until this point, <laughs> like, up until this point, I thought this was like a legit Yahtzee like poster. No, no, no. Like a commercial no, for Yahtzee. Like Yahtzee well, that was, like yeah, a they little, stole it like that. Little, little, They're little like, while you're card. snowed in the between skiing, card. play some Yahtzee. But uh, yeah, so, so I just was like, yeah, it took us like, 15 minutes to spot the, the topless chick in the room behind the Yachty card. I was like, yeah. It's like a little treat. Yep. Whoever, like, reset that room up and, like, there's someone. Dude, found porn like, is the best porn. Yeah. Unex- uh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was just talking about this. Uh, when I found a VHS tape uh, in the top of my parents' uh, waterbed trundle bed with mirrors. Uh, I don't know what that tells you about my parents. <laughs> um, I, I got to tell you. Not good porn. We're talking like just like early seventies. Just like it's not a good. It's what they had. It's what they had. What they had at the time. It was it was semi illegal. Yeah. Well, what I don't like is that, and this is probably a little gross, uh, is that everyone looked like my dad. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Was just like white dudes with perms with a mustache. That was just what we did. Yeah, that was the look. That was the look, the porn stash. You got the porn stash. It was like 12, 11 when I found this thing, and my friend recently fucked my mind up. He's like, what if that was a home video? I was like, you go fuck (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was not. Did you partake? I didn't know. I just watched it. It was one of those things where the first time you watch porn, it was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to do anything with my body to this. I'll wait like one year and fuck a couch. Like, I don't know what to do with this, so I just watch it. So, uh, uh, Wait, did I just get vulnerable and no one else fucked a couch? No, 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 no. I just wanted to ask, is that... Is that, does everybody fuck a couch at some point? Because I fucked a couch. I was more of a pillow guy, you know, myself. <laughs> Boy, this went, this is going places. All right. All right. I just want to Put that know, explicit like... tag on the way at the front. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, this area is doing some stuff. You just mm-hmm. got to figure it out. You rub it up again. Yeah. What is it? I forget what comedian talked about. Like, Yeah, they need to between, start like, explaining to that us like, that shit in school mm-hmm. way early. Mm-hmm. Earlier yeah. than they are. Go, let's go the other. We're like trying to get rid. They're trying to get rid of it. I'm like, no, that shit needs to start when you're like, the day one. 
one day your pee pee is going to be like a volcano and you're going to be very confused. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you should talk yeah. to them about uh, this. The first time you wake up and uh, something's happened in your bed, oh, I had a I had a mini panic attack. I was like, what the fuck is this? What the hell is going on? And I was just like, I was just like, there's a mess. And, and, and because everything is shame, yeah, you don't tell anybody. Yeah. I woke up and I was like, get the bed sheets. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I, I, plus I was like old enough. I shouldn't be wet in the fucking bed. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> uh, on pause. You both are cutting in and out a little bit and I'm mostly getting what you're saying, but uh, I don't want to only have to do context. So just that's a heads up. We should okay. be writing down um, these pauses. Uh, oh, it's a uh, no, no, no. It's it's. I don't. I don't think it's an audio problem on your end. It's just through the transition coming to me. Um, yeah. But it's mostly in when you both overlap. Um, gotcha, otherwise, gotcha. we're pretty good. All right, Robert, stop talking when I'm talking. <laughs> so this is a little bit off, like off the rails a little bit. But I was actually just on another podcast uh, that was about kinks and fetishes, and I was like getting into the psychology about like you know a lot of theories about fetishes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like we're kind of touching on it, which was like when we were like you know young at that age, I'm fucking a couch. Other people were like you know they had their stuffed animals, so they yeah. kind of rubbed against their stuffed animals. So all these people we make fun of being like, what's this weird thing where they have to have a stuffed animal around? I don't know. It's because their little uh, literal association with this process was founded on yeah. that yeah, yeah i've never understood thing. the furry hate i mean i get that it's different yeah, but i'm, I'm just like dude just let people do their thing man yeah vibe. it's yeah. consensual <laughs> who gives a shit yeah, yeah. you know just if, if 20 like if this pandemic didn't tell anybody like anything it should be lean into your freak like even fucking like all these like like Jan and like Mark got butt plugs and they're still making fun of everybody. Like you're just coming late to the party. Eventually you'll be furrying it up. Chill out. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure. Trajectory. I'm pretty sure no one has learned anything from the pandemic. I did learn a little bit of CBT. Uh, I can't believe I'm sharing this on the podcast. <laughs> no. Talk about it. My last roommate is amazing, and he was like, "Hey, it's a lonely pandemic, man." Uh, let me teach you some stuff. And I know what you're thinking. You think we're going to get naked and he's going to teach me some stuff. That's not what happened. Uh, instead, he I goes mean, but that did happen, right? <laughs> no, no, no. He, got, he, he turned over a bench that has little slots in it. He grabbed a dildo and he grabbed uh, his sunglasses and he put ball, like little marble balls on both sides. Imitated and okay. then got like, uh, like he did a tutorial on a fake setup and being like, and this is how you use paracord to have yourself a good time because it's going to be a long year. <laughs> <laughs> And I was yeah. like, this is what Let me teach you some boredom tricks. <laughs> Everybody listening, uh, get yourself some paracord. You don't need it for just shoes or whatever the fuck you've been using it for. Get out there and enjoy yourself. I don't know what paracord is. How do I describe it? I mean, you gotta. I guess you'd have to kind of Google it. But it's it's similar to how, like, uh, what is it used in? Oh, gosh. It feels like the stuff that, you know, when you're pulling, like, a hoodie. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's not, like, the, the shoestring. But it's, like, the other stuff. Like, that's oh, okay. kind of, like, a little stretchy. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a stretchy like string, a, okay. That you would maybe feel in like sweatpants, what's inside kind of deal. Mm, kind of um, like elastic -y. Yeah. Perfect for a little bit of CBT, baby. So everybody have <laughs> this, this cock and ball torture segment brought to you by Kai Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> what's new with you guys about and cocks and all that stuff? What's going on uh, I, I, I got to realize one of my childhood dreams recently and mm. that I was I wanted some sour candy. Mm. And uh, this is such a wholesome story uh, compared to we're, we're, we're going a different yeah. direction now. No, 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 uh, no it's perfect. And uh, I went to the store and, and I didn't like any of the sour candy they had. So I, I unfortunately ordered from Amazon. I know, I know. Yeah. Forgive me. You know, okay. sometimes you just got to do it. It's the world we live in. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I ordered a, a full retail box of uh, Crybabies and Warheads. Ooh. And I'm like, that, so like the childhood dream is like being able to buy a whole retail box of yeah. candy. Yeah. Mm. You know, just because you just got to, you know, you know. No, I, you kidding me? Going to Costco and buying a giant bag yeah. of gummy bears and being like, this is what being an adult is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I must say, it, it's one of those things uh, that, that when you're, you're, you're as a kid, you, you, you'll say all that. Like, yeah, one day I'm just going to buy all my own candy. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy ice cream and just eat the whole thing right then. <laughs> and it's one of those like, and then you do it because you do it as an adult and you have two reactions to it of either A, it's you're like, yeah. Missing accomplice, I did it. Or B, when you buy like the the whole thing of ice cream, eat all of it. You're just like, now now I see why they stopped me from doing this yeah. as a kid. Yeah, no, there's, you're there's like, such thing is too much. Maybe. I must get that from my grandfather <laughs> because my grandfather, you know, he lived to like 84 or something like that. And the, like all the years I knew him, he had a bowl of ice cream every day. <sighs> and he was like, he was like, dude, I'm old. I get to do it. Like mm -hmm. I get to have ice cream every day. Oh. And so, like, I eat candy every day. Yeah. One of, one of my goals, not goals, but is, like, I, 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 like, I don't, you know, people talk about getting old and stuff. I don't fear getting old. It's a fact of life. It happens. But I actually look forward to, like, I just want to get to the point, if I, if I do live this long, where you just don't, like, get to that old age where you just don't give a fuck anymore. How about if we just start yeah. not giving a fuck now? I would. I, I'm <laughs> for it. A hundred percent. You need to give just a fuck enough to get a financial stability <laughs> in order to be able to retire, and then I'll start doing, like, yeah. meth, whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to start You can with do meth. meth now? There's nothing stopping. No, You're no, in no, Minnesota, no, no, no. motherfucker. <laughs> financial no, stability, Robert. <laughs> you said it's been a week, Robert. I'm on week one of no weed. Uh, oh. I gave up meat. Oh, uh, I'm getting. I got. I got. It's not really. This is too much at once. Really help me. No, but I'm weird, and I'm thinking about dropping booze. I have. Uh, mm. I have mm. going back to school after 12 years in like a in a month. And oh, good I luck with that. That's rough, man. Being around yeah. all those young people. I tried it. Oh no, no. I did. I do great with that. Uh, I used to do like writing workshops and stuff with that age bracket, and like I I fucks with like uh, I'm trying to learn a lot. I learn a lot from like 20 year olds these days. Like I need to like be better about like looking downwards and listening to what's going on because there's a lot more open communication happening with younger people than than what we were used to and what we learned from our parents was mm -hmm. okay to talk about. So while we're over here, like kind of being like, you know, when you like have a conversation with your buddy and you spend the first minute talking or like 30 minutes talking about fishing, but it's because you're dying inside and kind of want to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of my friends who does that. Anyways, uh, instead, they're just like, I just want to hold space for you. <laughs> it's a different generation, y'all. I'm not cool with any of that. With, 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 I feel uncomfortable already. <laughs> with, with, with that whole different generation, though, is also like this because I, I experienced this. One of my I, one of my coworkers. Uh, well, actually, so different story with my coworkers. We we uh, there's three of us here uh, in Washington that work, and then there's one other person on our team, and she's in uh, she's in um, uh, Colorado. And we were going over everybody's age. And it was one of the things that, you know, they, they say black don't crack, you know. And uh, so we're going over everybody's age. And she, like, everybody thought she was, like, 23 or whatever. Um, and she turned out to be 28. But then uh, I, I'm 34. And I knew I was the oldest in the group. But she, like, the other two guys did, couldn't remember my age. But she also, she's like, ah, I don't know. And so she was going over, the youngest dude on our team is 23. And so when I told her I was, there was a six-year age gap, she's like, I knew it. You're 22. And I was like, sure, let's go with that. I was like. <laughs> 
right. Sure, yeah, sure. I'm 22. That's right. I'm only off by about 12 years. <laughs> but um, also, like I said, so I work with this 23 year old, and uh, I totally agree with you. Like, yeah, there's different things, but also like, there's also sales. Like, I I made a this was just the other day. I made a reference to uh, training day. We were talking about like learning something and i was like i sent a meme of uh denzel washington driving in the car like with uh, ed stuff and i was like just call me your denzel and then everybody laughed and then i was like hold up and i was like who knows what training i was like day do is. you know <laughs> what i'm referring to and he's like fake laughing right no now. Yeah, you're like, and i was yeah, just like yeah, you're damn it i was like i hate that i'm out here like my memes aren't your meme <laughs> and yeah. I, can, I can make a meme so reference i run into that all the time <laughs> <laughs> because I've seen I've seen more movies like I've seen older movies for my age, mm-hmm. like I've dipped way deep into like before I was born, and so yeah, I'll you, I'll do Maybe movie references all the time for stuff I shouldn't even know, and then like of course these you know like someone's ten years younger than me like they don't they don't know anything and I'm just like <laughs> I'm like you didn't get any of that it's so sad it upsets me. Tim saved me. He saved me because uh, he's like, what, five, six years younger than me. And for my entire life, I've been thinking my dad was an extra, extra super douche because he, all my adolescence, he would always be like, there's no way that you came from my loins. Any guesses? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Smokey and the Bandit. Mm-hmm. My whole life, he was just saying a silly line from a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a rough thing to say to a small child. <laughs> been useful to know. Yeah. And with that, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some news. Kind of, sort of. Oh, my God. Boom. Yeah, that's real. Let's get I'm in group. Jesus. Well, welcome back, everybody. We've just, uh, we just had a little, little group sess just going over our feelings and our families. And <laughs> I want to call my mom, but she's dead. <laughs> What? Uh, no, no, we could go. Just start the podcast. Where's the Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man, half the stuff that doesn't make it into the episode. <laughs> oh wait, no, we not recording. Oh now? no, we're back now. Oh, okay, thank you. That's I'm like, we're not recording this. I don't know what we're doing here. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, we are back, and uh, yeah. So uh, as Robert said before the break, usually we uh, hit up some news stories and i i, I kind of have that but i kind of have a couple i got a couple of weird things i got i got a little bit of different stuff. i i am not privy to any of this prior to this yeah. moment um let's get weirded out let's do it so so the first thing i just want to bring up because i i was researching or not researching i just was like looking up some stuff and i it, you know how you fall down an internet hole and just you know you know you start out by looking up you know a recipe for pancakes and then two and a half hours later you're like oh Oh, so that's how the Roman Empire fell. You know, that sort of thing. Mine always <laughs> ends in learning how to make a nuclear bomb for some reason. Oh, okay. Doesn't well, matter what I start with. <laughs> now now we got to pivot. Now we got to pivot to... Honestly, it's not my fault. I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, now we got to pivot because Robert just said something so that pertains to one of the actual news stories you have. So we're going to cover this news story first. It's a... It's a cool reflective news story but still uh and robert you'll see why is uh here's the headline to the story is that time a boy scout built a nuclear reactor out of common household items there's been a couple of them that did that (laughs) and one of them was like insane and totally like died of cancer yeah well so yeah uh essentially i i found this one by coincidence but i just thought i was like this is just like well first off i'll I'll preface this I, i was in boy scouts um, and, uh, I, 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 I am a very much a, uh, anti 
Boy Scout person after my like I know a lot of people who did Boy Scouts and like Boy Scouts is great and I'm like nah it's a fucked up uh, thing that just is needs needs to go away same with the Girl Scouts both of them both of those need I'm not need a big fan of it myself away. I went to Cub Scouts but, for like three weeks and was like I want to go back to watching Nickelodeon this is yeah, bullshit yeah. I don't <laughs> know about the Girl Scouts but the Boy Scouts definitely need some fixing um cookies fixin', at least no no fixing just get rid of it well okay <laughs> well like well like to become an Eagle Scout which is like kind of the goal mm-hmm. to some degree. One of the things you have to pass like a certain, you have to earn a certain number of badges. Yep. And one of those badges is family and why it matters. And my answer on that essay would be it fucking doesn't. <laughs> you know, and you so have, I would fail. Like I was no, no you don't way have I could to get even that like. Badge. You don't have to. Get no, you all have the to. You, no, but there are prerequisite there are, badges. There, is that, that is one of them? the prerequisite mm. badges. Mm. For 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 becoming an Eagle Scout, and well, I'm just like, you want to know one that I don't think is a prerequisite badge, but this guy, I don't, I didn't even know this was a badge, and I was in Boy Scouts, because uh, oh. this this uh, person, her name is uh, David something out it's david anyways he was working he was working on his and i was like how is that a badge and how did you not if it is a badge how did you not expect people to be building nuclear bombs and reactors because he was working on his atomic energy merit badge yeah what the fuck is that what is that how how do you earn that badge without building you just learn about it you just learn about it and write an essay on it i worked with a guy or you build a nuclear reactor in your shed i worked with a guy who was an eagle scout and he he was super involved in it and Mm -hmm. he was one of the like voting members um and yeah, it's really you just kind of write it. You just it's really you just have to write an essay yeah. on most of the badges. Like some of them, you have to prove that you can make a fire or something mm-hmm. like that. But but well, most of them are just essays. I'm watching my nephew go through that shit right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks relatively unrelated to actually trying to survive. Um, yeah, it's. But also, this is the thing. So nuclear reactor, we, we're just gonna. This is the uh, this is the white people shit episode because all right, all right, they happens. created this fucking Boy Scout, and then this this is where we've gotten is kids fucking making nuclear reactors <laughs> in their house. <laughs> <laughs> the world is going to end because of this shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So in 1995, uh, he started building oh. a reactor in his family's shed, and his family basically said, <laughs> "I just think this is so ludicrous." Family was like, "Well, we knew he was out there, and we knew that he had had." Uh, had a couple of small explosions and yeah. i'm like and as a family that's where you step in and go hey hey buddy what's uh what's happening back there what's you what's going on like, we didn't have satellites that could detect a small nuclear explosion in the united states that at that time in 95 yeah my, my i don't know if it talks about it in the story but i i remember this this guy and like he was going around with like active like boils on his face yeah, yeah. Trying to get people's old uh, smoke detectors because they have they have visible material in them as part mm. of their thing. They have they have radioactive material that if you got like enough of them, like ten thousand or more, like you could put it all together and like have something. So I slowly reach to mine and be like, and that goes outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, not enough oh. that it's really a problem, and, I- and a lot of modern ones don't even have that. I say what I love is how many things we have, like you said, the smoke detector or uh, old thermometers with mercury, or mm-hmm. you know, we put asbestos and lead and, and paint and on the ceiling, and like all these deadly things. Like, wouldn't that be just nice to just have lying around the house? <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah. all the stuff that we just in the past were like, yeah, so we got lead paint on the walls, asbestos ceiling, I got mercury glass thermometer that I stick in my kid whenever they get a fever and stuff, and we're, we're doing great. We're doing, and the, and, the, and the fire, the smoke alarm has chemo- a nuclear chemical money. In it. Money, great. money, dude. There's a good story about the guy who like kind of sold lead, 
like mm-hmm. additives across the country. Yeah. And he was already dying of lead poison and he knew it. And he would like go to shows and he'd like pour it over his hand and be like, see, you know, it's All harmless. Right. And outside of those events, he wouldn't get within a hundred feet of the stuff, <laughs> but he went around the country selling it anyway. I mean, if you're only going to live a small period of time, you sell out, right? That's what you do. You don't. You have no moral backbone. You decide to make a good amount of cash, so that way you can go get it, like at least like a couple of like margaritas down in the Bahamas, yeah. uh, and and then yeah, go to those expos and do that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And build a nuclear bomb in your backyard. So, so <laughs> big deal. Just this line. Let me read this line from the article. Is it at an age when most adolescents are consumed with sport, friends, or dating? Han, so his last name was Han, spent his free time conducting chemical experiments. Much to the chagrin of his parents, he had several chemical spills and even created an explosion that rocked their tiny house and left David lying semi-conscious on the floor with his eyebrows nice. smoking. And once again, I say, and then why didn't you step in then? Be like, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe he's clearly not good at this. Maybe you, maybe, maybe this isn't something you should be doing in the back shed. And also. As as you guys were saying, it just takes writing the essay. Maybe you, hey, why don't you just why don't you just write the paper? But maybe maybe no, stop yeah. doing whatever the hell you're doing yeah. in the shed. But make a it video. Just, it's what we all did as a kid. Just fucking make a video. Yeah, this is 1995. <laughs> uh, cameras. It was I mean, a different time. Cameras. Yeah. We had slap bracelets and shit. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. days. Good days. Uh, but yeah, Clueless he, was the number one movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, I just brought that up. Uh, I just thought it was very interesting and weird. Uh, I want to say thank th- you, though. <laughs> what? Yeah, because you just gave me flashbacks to being the landlord or like the landlord's child who had to remove asbestos from buildings, literally chip away lead. Mm-hmm. I'm like dying tomorrow. Like, there's oh, yeah. no way I'm no. not getting some chipped off years out of me because of that shit. <laughs> and then, oh my God, is this, this is fine. I think the statute of limitations are fine. They are not. And as the lawyer from Taste and Tongue, I have informed my clients that it'd be wise to skip over this part. <laughs> Dude, can we can we talk about asbestos for a second? In my hometown when I was younger, back in like the early aughts. Um that, that sounds like such an old man thing to say, early aughts. Uh there were there was this uh, old old like college supply store and they closed down for a month. And they had like these big bay windows, which they had taken out, and they had giant industrial fans blowing out into the street, right over the sidewalk, and a big sign that said "Warning Asbestos." Okay. I was like, "This is a problem, people. <laughs> this is unacceptable that you have giant fans just blowing this shit into the street." And that's like that's I don't Texas know, for now, you, right there. Like, yeah, and all this, like, fans with, like, oh, you don't need to wear a mask, but we have fans moving, and COVID's fine. Like, w- like before we all had vaccinations. Like, it's totally fine. Yeah, 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 let's just blow the shit everywhere. Let's just get it all moving around. Oh, it's so ridiculous. That's crazy. Love it. You sent me a lead sandwich. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You so, know what? You know what? I'll tell you what I do want back is that, uh, what was it? What was the fat they got rid of a few years back? Trans fat. The trans stuff. Mm. Yeah. Trans fat. Yeah. I want that back. The first trans shit. Not the I've same sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we lived for quite some for many many decades using trans fat. I'm like, mm, we can have it back. <laughs> I'll start a movement. Honestly, trans for trans. Okay? I'm surprised. Got, I'm really surprised the, the Republican Party has not been trying to bring that back. <laughs> oh. I'll have to work with the Republicans, so never mind. I changed my mind. Anyways, we're not getting... <gasps> we keep it neutral on this podcast. I apologize. Sure uh, brought we to do. you by Kai's opinions. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, so uh, 
as I was saying earlier, though, I went down a little bit of a uh, internet hole, and uh, I ended up. I do you guys know what the the most expensive record ever is? Uh, no, I'm surprised. I feel like I did at one point. I'm gonna um, say it was. Oh, jeez, hold on. Can you give me the year? I, is it, a, it, it is a is it a popular band? Yeah, it, it's the Beatles. I, I it's got to be a Beatles the album. Year, but I will say it's 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 a it's a well known band, well established. I, I bet it's got to be a Beatles. Sex Pistols. Mm, Sex Pistols. Beatles. So I know they had some controversy. The shit, Eagles. So I mean, like Eagles. I mean, you would think, right? You would think, yeah. but no. The most expensive out. Oh wait, wait Wu Tang Clan. Yes. There we go. Yeah, the that's Wu- cheating. I that's know cheating. it is cheating. That's not cool. But yes. So that, yes, that's the cheating. most expensive album is the Wu Tang Clan album, "Once Upon a Time in Salon." Yeah. Salon. Which and has such a weird backstory that probably makes that's it worth more. What I want to talk about is this backstory of this record because, like I said, I went down the internet hole. I ended up bouncing know. around and I got on this. And I was like, this record is wild so one is <laughs> they their list of and it we'll never get to hear it we'll never get to hear what these these features sound like but their list of list of collaborating artists on here um you have what you would expect for the wu-tang clan people like red men and and a lot of the uh, rappers that they've have worked with in the time, like the Grave Diggers and 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 Street Ready, so that makes sense. But you also have things like Cher, nice. And I was like, I would like to hear Cher on a Wu Kang joint, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and not, uh, not just a joint. She's on two of the songs that we don't know what don't the know hell if. they sound like. Uh, they also have Claris Van Horten, and that name probably doesn't no, strike any. But if you watched Game of Thrones. The Lady in Red. Ah, I would okay. like to know, right. what did she do on this Wu-Tang yeah. album? <laughs> because like they along. have... This is a good time. <laughs> they have the... Uh, crap, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, where did it say it? You edit. I imagine they're not... <laughs> I imagine they're not rapping, but they have <sighs> one of... Uh, I think it was Chelsea. Now I can't find this article. But they have... The the uh, Chelsea soccer players on this album. What? And I'm like, what did they do? Is it that like they just sampled <laughs> from these people, and that's like well, we don't know. Well, they, they said Share is on guns, the album. Like kind of- I can see Share, but they might have like the rest is probably them just saying stuff. But still, I'm just like, huh? These are some interesting, <laughs> interesting guests that you usually don't. What see. if it's just an album of like. Uh, t- star performers just being like, you're such a fucking idiot for spending that kind of money on this. <laughs> but you're under and, legal binding not to share that information with anyone. Share can't share it. Uh, you can't share, share. You you just don't pass up an opportunity, I think, to work with share, though. Like, I think that's just something you hop on. And it, not even if you're even if you're not a fan, you're just like, I got to leech onto that shit. That'll skyrocket. I would imagine that you don't stuff. just get an opportunity. You got to you got to make that shit happen. For what? Cher's like, not just out there her. like rolling around on other people's albums. You gotta be, approach her. Oh well, yeah, no, you, know? you gotta. Yeah, Wu Tang was. Go I mean, but it's Wu Tang. Wu Tang approaches Cher, yeah, and and she's gonna be like, well, that's new and interesting, so mm-hmm. let's do that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm however old I am, and I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, she was on. I just read this part. She was on two tracks, and also did the outro mm. on the album. Okay. But anyway, so uh, I'm not sure, but every, uh, most people know. So they made this. Uh, Wu Tang made this album. And they, before it even came out, they're like, we're making only one 
press of it. That's it. And part of this is that if you buy it, you cannot reproduce it. You cannot sell it to be reproduced in any way, shape, or form. And you can, the only way it can be shared is through listening parties, essentially. That had to be, I mean, it has to be good, right? Because otherwise, like, your friends are going to come. Every friend you have is going to be like, can we listen to the Wu-Tang <laughs> album? Yeah. And if it's not good, they're yeah. going to be like, why the hell did you buy that? <laughs> it's the worst. I've friended you for six months, you rich ass. <laughs> so, yes, it, why, the, the, yeah. the, the legal date of when it can be released publicly is 2103. So, so everybody What's the significance involved, of 2103? Who knows? Everyone involved will be dead. But anyways, um, so anyways, not, not necessarily. Oh, that was involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but anyway, so I, most people know the story of who yeah. bought it. Uh, was a uh, Martin Screlly, known as Farmer Bro, uh, the deuce bag who uh, ran his pharmacy company that bought up drugs and then jacked up the price because it, he has enough. So everybody was really pissed off when he got the album. Yeah, well, that was the beginning of his downfall. Yes, I'm about to say so. Like, like, as Robert the said, <laughs> he his downfall happened when uh, eventually they they found him guilty of uh, extorting. Uh, and money. Uh, Having not nothing money. to do with his pharmacy business. Nothing to do with his pharmacy business. It's because he ran a hedge fund mm -hmm. and he pyramid schemed that shit. Yep. And so as part to, so there was a long lengthy uh, battle, uh, legal battle, and he lost. And so ultimately as part of uh, pay, to pay his funds, the U.S. Department of Justice became the owners of the Wu-Tang album. You know they listened <laughs> to the shit out of that. And so the U.S. Department of Justice Owned the sole copy of Once Upon a Time in Salem for six years. Six years. It was a government asset. <laughs> and eventually they, they sold it off to get some security funds, apparently. They sold it off for you wanna you wanna get oh, so first off, uh do you wanna guess how much uh um uh, Mr. Mr. Skrelly bought it for? I like five million or something around there. I was I was gonna say uh, honestly I was gonna guess even more I was gonna say like fifteen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, he uh, bought it for uh, one million dollars. Okay, not nearly as okay. impressive. Oh, 20, right, I'm gonna guess. Oh wait, oh, wait. sorry, sorry, for, sorry, oh. sorry. No, 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 that's what he sold it to the U.S. Department did for. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was the part I wanted to bring up was how much uh, it was not a, a good investment for Mr. Screlly, but crap, I know he's had it in there somewhere. Eight years, blah, 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 blah. I had it somewhere. I mean, at that level, like, even losing money is still an investment because you just, you can write that off and do other things with it. Okay, so, sorry, yeah. He he paid uh, $2 million for it and basically sold it for half that. Um, I'm going to guess it's sold by, from the Department of Justice for $25 million. I'm going to say he probably bought it, yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick with my 15. I feel I'm just going to stay right at that 15. The U.S. Department of Justice made a nice profit, not as much as you guys are. They sold it for seven point four million. That was underpriced. They could have gotten uh, more. For uh, that. So RZA, one of the Wu Tang, if you don't know, he was very adamant that uh, a uh, that Scarelli could have sold it for more, and then he also was very pissed off that the Department of, the U.S. Department of Justice because he says they didn't sell it for more. But in every passing, of I mean, that's hands, a nice return either way. Every you know? passing of hands, it still stands that you you're not allowed to make copies of it or anything. But the people, because that's the thing, is that people who bought it is someone called Pleaser DOA. 
which they're a group that purchases, and I'm just like, so they have no money at this point, uh, cryptocurrency and NTFs. Uh, uh, and mm. so they... Uh, I mean, that's their whole scam, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get, a bu- yeah. get a bunch of IPO money. And or something like that, and then and then buy you know buy a bunch of cool toys and bounce. Yeah, but uh, and so they they but they do say that they want to they hope to be able to share it with more people and are talking about doing. uh, I mean, this was just happened in 2021, so maybe this will come to fruition. But basically, doing giant listening parties where you like can buy a ticket (laughs) and you can go to a concert venue. And I was hoping a museum. I thought museums would be good for that. Yeah, yeah. have a room that you have to go to this museum. Yeah, it it should be in the museum that goes. It travels around just like art goes to the Louvre and stuff. Yeah, the Wu Tang album. But yeah, I just thought it was the most most bizarre. Just reading about this of this this album that a cost. Or was like is the only one of its kind, the most expensive album ever made. Like Robert said, it was cheating. <laughs> um, and then I can't also, believe they printed that on CD, man. I would want that on like magnetic tape. Yeah, something something more than a CD. Like I would want the original like masters <laughs> if I was going to spend that kind of money. Yeah, yeah. Because a CD is going to deteriorate for sure. What year did you say this was? That this when this existed when it came out? Uh, it came out in uh, 2015. So this, okay, this came out, okay, this only came out in 2015. Yeah. I'm really curious about inflation, and I'm really just curious about what $7 million is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, okay, I was I mean, that's changing daily now. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, yeah. It's it's getting close to the $9 million, So yeah, a couple extra million dollars on top of that these days. Mm-hmm. But still, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty gnarly. Wow. <laughs> I just like, it's, it's one of those things, while it was cheating, that this album will stand out through history just because of how it was made and all of it. Um, and Boy, can you imagine the listening party that's going to happen when that goes off, like, when it, copyright it or whatever? With, when it's officially sure. yeah. out yeah. there? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be bizarre. Whether you like the Wu-Tang Clan or not, I guarantee you're going to want to get a listen. Company <laughs> like people showing up with their like nice, I don't know why I imagine everybody with like canes and top hats as if those people still exist. Maybe they do. Um, but I want it to be like, we're going to have a lovely evening tonight. We're going to be listening to the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> you know, like just like, like yes and fine wine and cheese and blah blah blah. Like, and the thing is you can do that and I think that's really great. But I just think who's going to go just going to be a little extra uh not everybody's going to be able to afford the ticket yeah yeah oh yeah no it's definitely definitely going to be one of the things that like oh this is a this is a special thing for you know someone's society someone's going to leak it so you said the sex pistols uh the the most expensive uh vinyl record uh is the god save the queen song by the sex pistols seven inch vinyl uh, single $16,000. I actually can't claim super intelligence on this. I'm going to uh, give a shout out to the uh, I'm a Sophisticate and So Are You podcast because they reviewed E.T. and also the Sex Pistols. And that's kind of where I got the vibe. Nice, that, like, nice. That's, that's one of those ones where it's like, oh, wow. Okay. And also, I figure I you just saw I, the movie uh, High Fidelity with... Uh, Oh no, I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, uh, but yeah, because that, that was one of that was one of the like singles that he was gonna buy from. See, I've only seen this movie once, but I remember that oh. he's a guy he likes to buy vinyl records, and some lady who's really mad at her husband for leaving, leaving her wants to sell all his expensive like singles oh, no. for for like a dollar a piece. The the audacity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the one of the ones he pulls out is uh, Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen, and he freaks out about it. Yep. yep. 
that's gnarly to me. I think uh, I, I just think it's crazy. Also, I guess I've learned that I need to go back into history and realize that uh, they're over. I, I don't know. It seems the common opinion is that they're a little bit overrated. Um, and uh, they weren't the really sex anarchists. pistols. I would say they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, overrated. And they weren't. I really, think they're they, important. They, yeah. I think they're very sure. important. Yeah. Um, they had an influence. Yeah. But I, I definitely don't. I wouldn't say that they're the best punk band either. Yeah. No. And, you know, they got murderers in the band. So, I mean, they're not great. I mean, what band doesn't, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what's, it, what's, the, what's the rapper that does uh, all the, like, family movies now? But he totally admitted oh, to, like, oh, raping uh, some women uh, and, like, wait, beating them uh, to death. And may uh, he may have admitted to killing one. I mean. Like, CP Pants? No, oh, that's that's a, that's, a, that's some shit from like this is like a big one. You know what? You know what? We're gonna get into libelous area here, yeah. so we're gonna move <laughs> yeah, yeah. on. What's your next move? New story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Kai, you you did say that. Uh, or, or, did, did, did we? Did we Lana, say? I can't hear you. Okay, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yep. Resay whatever you just said. All right. Uh, I was just gonna say. So you did say, Kai. I think you said it all, but I think you said it's okay. Is it that today? Today is your anniversary. It's, yes, happy you, anniversary. You and your, your partner. And it sounds like things are going... You said, how, how many years? Oh, it's our swipe anniversary because we were two queers who were like, dude, Tinder fucking sucks. It's like everybody I hated from high school, but they're older now. And they're trying... <laughs> is, grind, is Grindr not a thing anymore? I'm on it, but it's more of just like to meet other trans people. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it is, it is one of those things where we were like both about ready to drop that app and got really lucky and i used my uh my classic dating app sentence which is hey how's your world um and you know went on one date all it took was me going i'm sorry i get really nervous around cute queers that came out of my mouth that's nah. smooth right yeah no, no. um kai out here and then the see, that sounds like, like a line though to me <laughs> it sounds like I, a that romantic sounds like you're comedy trying line. To, you're trying a little too hard like i feel like saying it. romantic comedy <laughs> you're being played by uh what's okay. his name zoe de chanel <laughs> <or like. laughs> i think the the one uh that has gotten me i've used it twice um and i like it which is i want to warn you my first kiss absolutely terrible but my second kiss amazing <laughs> and you kiss and then you do the second kiss oh, and right away nice, and then nice. you leave the impression and you, and you go out you're welcome everybody that's a good one you get that from me <laughs> I'm, I'm more like first kiss gonna be amazing and that's all i got <laughs> but um yeah no we're celebrating six years which is nuts um half of it has been long distance and it's been incredibly challenging um but i am in a home right now in my own room everybody i recommend if you're gonna live with somebody get your own fucking room it's the best. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. Coexisting, loving the fuck out of it, and just riding our ride or die, kind of living side by side, and I'm I'm here for it. Nice, nice. So, so that that's great to hear. Anniversary, Jack. I'm I'm glad that uh, things are going good over there. Well, we're going to talk about somebody whose relationship isn't doing that great. Uh, this article. Yes, make you feel better about exactly. yours, even if you weren't so, feeling bad already. <laughs> this, uh, I'm going to read it. this out. Uh, I'm just going to read this verbatim. I'm just going to lose it. I don't, I lose picking it up by this thing going through it straight. It'll be good. Is uh, an Australian bride is being held as a hero on her wedding day after an anonymous text message was sent the night before the wedding, revealing that her fiance was cheating on her. Perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing. Just great. Yeah. great thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least you haven't gotten into a legal gut binding relationship through that. It's a good time Done. to get out. I'll but see still. you again, and I'm losing useful. I'm on. You're gonna have to hold on. Reread. I lost half of the uh, the, the the actual story, so forgive me. It was an edit. Reread the whole thing again, and we'll go from there. Sorry. 
Kai, you're really making this. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I apologize. I just want to no, make I'm sure kidding. I'm not half-assing it. I'm I want to make kidding. sure I'm, I'm with you. All right, so uh, the, the, the opening is... Go uh, ahead. An Australian bride is being held as a hero on her wedding day after an anonymous text message was sent the night before her wedding, revealing her fiance was cheating on her. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, so, so unsure what to do next, the bride uh, decided she wasn't going to let her dress or venue go to waste um, and chose to seize the opportunity to expose uh, her fiance. Yes. So, uh, at the wedding, at when they got to the, reading, I pay good money to relive this event in a uh, Hell yeah. Palm Springs situation. Yeah. Uh, so when they got to the reading of the vows, uh, see, uh, see, or he, uh, her fiance read out his vows as you do, <laughs> and C proceeded to <laughs> read out text messages between oh, her fiance. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. the woman they were cheating on, um, yes. she, uh, she so spread out, or she read, Alex and I had been together for six years. I felt uh, the one instantly. Our families became friends. Our lives became intertwined. I believed we'd live oh. happily ever after. While enjoying the fine nights unmarried, she received the text and uh, said, I wouldn't marry, uh, and ending with, I wouldn't marry him, would you? And so uh, the next day, while standing at the altar, she read out the vows in front of everybody and i'm just like is there video that the move there is a video there's gotta be a video somewhere it's it's not a good video i'm that asshole at the wedding pulling out my phone like oh this is good (laughs) well i mean it's a wedding you videotape that shit yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. good point good point but yeah so uh i just was i'm just sitting there and i'm like that's gotta be one hell of a wedding (laughs) that's gotta be the craziest like i don't know like also, like, what what happens afterwards? Like, you know, usually there's a it, there's like, you know, hey, cake and food and dancing. Like, it's all. Do, do you still like? You still do it. Do Absolutely. the guests still? You still be like, yeah, get me some drinks. Like, does it change to a completely different kind of uh, get together? <laughs> yeah, that's um, nuts. I mean, you got That food's gonna go bad. That cake's yeah, gonna go bad. Yeah. I'm depressed eating that cake by myself if I'm in that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, well. Uh, do you have any plugs you want to throw in there? Oh, sure. Uh, cool. So uh, I'll be selfish first. Um, I will plug uh, Rotten Treasure. Uh, that is a singular treasure uh, podcast. Remember that. Uh, we've can't, we can't. We're getting up there. We're almost up uh, to 100 episodes. We got a big old back oh, catalog snap. for you. Um, you know, you, you can follow us on the, the social medias. It means a lot. Um, we got a couple episodes uh, w- with y'all on there. Um, I made y'all watch that horribleness that was the 1960. <laughs> I, but don't forget, I defended that movie to some degree. <laughs> oh, I, know I was the, oh, no. I was the sole dissenter <laughs> amongst the consensus. For getting through that. Uh, also, if you want to hear us talk about dinosaurs, you can go on over and listen to us talk about arguably, I think this, I think it's, I think it's a good movie. Uh, the, uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Yep. Uh, and then also, uh, if you want to get some hot uh, takes on Incredibles uh, with Donnell, you can also go listen to that episode. Uh, but yeah, please stay, please hang, but also just in general, um, support podcasts because like there's a lot of us out here. Uh, and, and even if it's just like a reshare, a like, a follow, do it for this episode. Like literally right now, open up your app while still listening and then like give a like, give a comment, like share this to one person who was like, oh, they're going to love this uh, because they also fucking love Wu-Tang and share. Like whatever <laughs> it is, like find a reason and, and, why they and, need and to listen to this. And fucking couches and fucking couches. Or maybe a little like bit pillows, of cock and ball pillows torture. Pillows or dolls or whatever, you know, whatever you got to do. Oh, 
I think that and also cock and ball torture and then also um, oh also um, being honest about wanting to sleep with other people because from that last story this is the problem this is the, the divorce rate yeah, is so freaking yeah. high mm-hmm. because people are unwilling to admit that they're attracted to other people they should do it early and they should just be honest and give that other person the agency to be like dude you're right you're way too much of a horn dog I don't really want to have sex with anybody else other than you so I guess this is not worth it I think it. the core problem is is people forget there's like 7 billion of us Mm-hmm. And we're not all that different. <laughs> and it's like, you just got to put that out there. This is what I'm about. And there's somebody else going to be like, I'm about that too. Mm-hmm. So be honest with where you're at. That's my promotion. Um, and then keep giving love to this podcast because I love y'all. I really enjoy uh, hanging out with you. And uh, yeah, let's just keep showing the love back to each other because uh, I got nothing but love for y'all. So Can't wait to for, have uh, you on again. Thank you for sharing your time and space. I really appreciate it. Get, get you, you, you and Jim in here for Fuck another Jim. episode. <laughs> Fuck Jim, just me. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, very unique with Kai here that we got to talk about lots of pervy stuff, but in a whole, wholesome unity, you know, hey, everybody, you, you'll find your special person who's just like you, you know, I, I, I just like the, like, just oh, all over the place. It's a great episode of talk. Just remember, about. at the end of the day, it's all about family. building <laughs> <laughs> uh, nuclear Facebook reactors comment. in the shit. <laughs> it's true. As always, you can find us on our website, watchingitpod.com. There you can find links to our Twitter, to our Instagram, and to contact us via email. Donnell, what else should they do? Well, if you're listening to this episode, because it's the most recent episode of Talking It, you might have missed, but we got another episode of Talking It Out that you can go back and listen to, so listen to that one. We don't... There's no Kai. I'm sorry. There's no Kai in that episode. There is thick water, though. Oh, there's thick water. And that's... We'll say it's just probably a little bit more on the rails. <laughs> so a little bit more stability. Go listen to that one. Uh, you know, I mean, wait till you hear it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not all on that yeah. rails as you think. We, there's, a definitely... there's no rules here on the Talking A podcast. Exactly. That's the whole reason this thing exists. Oh, yeah. So go check out that episode. Um, they already did it, but go check out Rotten Treasure. I'm going to plug it, too, because I, I like what's going on over there. I like working with you and Jim. And uh, so as long as you guys are doing the podcast, hopefully we can keep getting you guys in here. And so if people stop listening to Rotten Treasure, then you'll stop doing the podcast and we can. You'll know the guest. It all falls apart. Also, also all do Hellraiser apart. so that way I can have my solo episode. <laughs> When we when we shut down the podcast, I'll just forward all of the inf- like literally I'll just forward it to your information. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, like that's that's the that's the ultimate share. Like, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>